This week we're going to be talking with Mesher Inquirer interns who have spent the summer photographing and reporting for the newspaper. We're going to discuss their experience and how young journalists are approaching today's fast-paced news cycle. Stay with us. This is Inquirer. From the Mystery Inquirer, I'm Don Wilkins, and joining me are Colin Morris. He's a Mary State University journalism major, and Evan Mattingly, a Western Kentucky University photo major. All right, now first, guys, I want to talk about your background before we get into, you know, what you experienced over the summer here at the Mystery Inquirer. So, so Evan or Colin, whichever one you want to of you who wants to start first. Just talk about the, your background and, and what drew you into journalism. Well, I'm a junior at Murray. I just finished my junior year at Murray State and uh, starting my senior year, I'm majoring in journalism with a minor in um, political science. Uh, I have served as the sport, assistant sports editor at the Murray State News and the news editor at the Murray State News, as well as a contributing writer for um, Owensboro Living Magazine. And then I started my internship here at The Messenger this summer. So what what initially drew you in, Colin, to want to be a journalist? Was there a point in time when you realized that this was a calling of any sort to you? It, it's definitely been a calling because I have always been naturally more gifted in writing than any other any other aspect. That was by far my high score on my ACT, and we won't talk about um, the other subjects, but. I think what drew me in, what attracted me to the field the most was definitely um, investigative journalism and the opportunity to inform the public and, and hold our government and um, the people in our communities accountable. So what about you, Evan? You know, you're a photojournalist, and even though our worlds are, sim- are similar, you know, we're both out trying to capture, you know, our, you know what's going on in our societies and sometimes... You know, you see these iconic images, and so whenever, you know, you yourself got into journalism, what was it about the photojournalism that drew you in? Um, well, like Colin, uh, I just finished my junior year as well at, at uh, WKU, and I went there first for architecture. So visual creative has always been in the back of my mind, um, but when I picked up a camera, I it just felt right. And uh, after following with uh, or getting taught by Jeannie Adam Smith and Tim Brokema, uh they really kind of put things into perspective that I can tell stories with a with a camera. You might be you might be a little broker though with uh, with a photo major, but I, I certainly appreciate uh, you know you, you you going over to to photojournalism. So how's how's that been so far? Have you know, the, the decision to go from architecture to photojournalism, how's that transition been for you? Um, it's been smoother than I thought it would be. Uh, definitely always had a creative side to myself. I just didn't know how to channel that. And when I picked up a camera, um, I could figure out, or I found out that I could tell people stories with, uh, with a camera. So what's the most challenging thing for, for both of you as a journalist? You know, I know for me, the initial was being able to approach people, to being able to to ask them questions that, you know, were personal. And 
and with photojournalism, sometimes you're getting up in people's personal space. So talk about those aspects and how those have been for both of you. I think getting over the first hump of uh, getting out of your comfort zone was the uh, first sign that you were kind of growing and expanding as a journalist and as a photographer um, for myself. So getting over that hump of realizing that, hey, you're there to do a job, you're there to tell their story, and, you know, whether or not they'll, uh, you know, they'll be comfortable as long as you're comfortable. Um, it's just getting over, the uh, getting out of your comfort zone really, really helped. So what about you, Colin? How's that been? Uh, because I know for me now, it gets to the point where, I, you know, I'm out with my family members or friends, and sometimes I'll ask questions that are probably maybe even inappropriate sometimes just because, you know, it's personal questions that I'm just so used to asking now that I don't think twice about it. I, have you gotten over that fear of just asking personal questions? Oh, I've definitely gotten over it, but it hasn't come easy. And I can echo what both of you guys have said, because especially today, there's so much anti-journalist, anti-press sentiment that people are just naturally combative with you, especially when you're asking them about certain topics. Um, and, and this internship's helped me get over that a lot because so much of what journalism is at a, at a small local daily is just informing the community rather than discussing anything contentious. So uh, just just today, for example, I had the chance to go out and interview um, a mother who is a Gold Star mother, and they were honoring her her son who was, uh, he, he received the Medal of Honor after he died in combat. And you could, she, she started crying whenever I was asking her questions because she said that she appreciated us honoring her son so sometimes it's a service and that's that's been humbling but it was definitely a challenge at first so i guess to go to another question and, and this is you know a softer question but talk about the moment you guys saw your bylines for the first time in the paper and what was that like it was pretty nice um i've saved just about every single paper that uh, i've had a photo in and I've, I've got quite the pile, but uh, it's it's nice to see um, your work kind of, you know, published for one, but also kind of, you know, I went to a gas station the other day, and uh, it was when uh, Cash Express was robbed, and I saw my picture on the, right there in the front as soon as I walked in, and it, it was it was a good feeling. So what about you? I mean, because I remember the first time, I mean, the, the I knew that, it was, you know, I was going to have this story, my first story in the newspaper, and my byline was going to be on there, and everybody was going to see it. And and, and, and so it was kind of a just an exciting moment after that. And, of course, after that, it, you know, you get used to it. But what was it like, you know, for you, uh, Colin, you know, to see your byline in front of a news story? It actually didn't mean that much to me to see my own name in the newspaper because I've never really felt like I was doing this for myself. What was... Um, an experience for me was the first time someone called to thank me for doing a story or, or the first time I saw one someone out in public and they said, Hey, Colin, good story. I liked your coverage on that. That meant more to me than a byline did. All right. All right. Mr. Humble here. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and I say that because I like to be a local celebrity, not because I am humble. No, I'm just kidding. So how are, uh, just talking about you, and you kind of got into it, and both of you kind of got into it a little bit. So how have you, how have you both benefited uh, from this experience? I know neither one of you had worked uh, in the daily uh, side of things, and, and I know, Colin, uh, you've been busy. 
and I assume you have, Evan. I haven't seen you as much. Chris Collin, you sit right beside me here in the newsroom, so I, I see I see how you're, uh, you know, pushing it every day. So how's the experience been for you? Uh, I think one of the primary things I've learned, especially since this is a daily, is how to, how to fight through adversity when it comes to constantly changing deadlines, people constantly approaching you, wanting you to cover news stories, things that you might not have any knowledge of or any familiarity with. So in a few hours' time, you may have to research a topic, learn all about it, be prepared to go cover it, and then tell the story accurately and effectively. And this has definitely helped me do that, and I think that will apply to a lot of other areas in my life as well. So how's it been on, 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 with the experience side uh, for you? Uh, I mean, have you got to, to take photos you know, of, of different uh, subjects and different subject matters, different uh, – just because I know your assignments, they, they vary. And that's one of the great things about this job is that you never know from day to day what you're going to get into. So how has this been for you, Evan? Uh, right. Uh, just to kind of bounce off what Colin said, uh, just being ready for, you know, the flip of a switch and being able to adapt. Uh, but shooting, you know, in the morning I'll shoot a portrait and then after lunch I'll shoot uh, a dog getting hurt with an arrow or something like that. Uh, but I think one of the main things I've learned uh, this summer is to stretch my eye and to grow no matter what if if something bad goes wrong or happens then it's okay to just keep on trucking and keep taking photos so what should people know about the reality of affording an internship or moving somewhere you know just for a few weeks i think the first thing is to be open for anything and everything because you really never know what's going to happen and i think this internship really helped me out uh, being able to be comfortable with a camera and to get in, into a stranger's face because that, that hasn't been an easy thing for me. But now it's like I can go out and take a picture of anybody if I need to. Well, now, you know, as far as I know you were concerned, part of that question, you know, you had, you had the, uh, I, I guess, luck that you were able to stay with one of our reporters and didn't, didn't have too much trouble finding a place to stay because I know when we have interns uh, in the past – uh, trying to find a place here in Owensboro just for the summer can be difficult uh, because a lot of places, you know, once you sign that long-term lease. And so um, how, how how has that been for you? Uh, wh- where are you from, actually? I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. So so how's the experience between Nashville and Owensboro been for you? Uh, it's very different. Um, I'm used to a very large city. Uh, I mean, Bowling Green isn't isn't too bad since I go to school there, but Owensboro is kind of taking me in with a hug and you know I saw somebody last night uh, who I met at the uh, March for Life and they just came up to me and they're like oh my gosh like you're the photographer I'm like yep that that's me so uh, I think the small town uh, vibe is is something that I uh, I really enjoy and I've gotten that here. So Colin and you're from Hancock County right? Well, I'm from Owensboro, born and raised in Owensboro. I've only lived in Hancock County a few years of my life. Okay, so you're you're locally grown, so it hasn't been too much of a stretch for you. You've you've pretty much just uh, driven or stayed at home there in Hancock County and just commuted. I commute every morning. Yep. So right and early. Um, you know, and I want to get into you know as far as you guys being young journalists. Okay, so I came into this business 20 years ago. And newspapers, of course, this was, you know, the infancy of it, the Internet, 
Social media wasn't even a thing. And so now you have all this competition uh, that we that I didn't have whenever I started out. So where do you think you guys fit in here as young journalists with with the with the news cycle that we have now? Well, I think uh, I think journalism and that industry is very competitive, especially on the photojournalism side. And I think once uh, I think I found my my niche inside photojournalism, which is you know portraiture and just going out and shooting like daily things. Um, but I think once once you find like what you're good at, then get really good at it, and then you can shut your wings, and the possibilities are really endless um, at that point. But it's it's very competitive, and I think if you just stay true to yourself and true to like telling the news and telling the truth um, accurately, then I think uh, I think you'll be on your way. So, Colin, where do you see the future of journalism as of right now? You know. Um, you know, the smaller newspapers, daily and weekly, you know, we're, we're, we've been able uh, to, 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 you know, to keep going. We're still out there pumping out papers every day. Um, you know, so, but, and I, and I always stress this fact that the newspapers are, are the oldest, but we're, I, I still believe we're the, still the purest form of journalism, you know, because we're down, you know, in the trenches where a lot of the, you know, whether it be the, the TV news or what I call, you know, the wannabe journalist, they're not, you know, they're not covering, you know, the local politics, sitting in all these meetings um, and, and doing the little things that matter. Um, so where do you, you know, do you have any concerns about the future of journalism and print journalism in general? I know that kind of seems like a crisis right now, but I, I have no concerns, and you kind of stole most of my answer, really, but long you don't have to put labels on it necessarily newspapers might not be around forever but long form print journalism will be around until the dawn of time because someone has like you said someone has to tell the stories here of local politics of the community of the things that the community want to know wants to know broadcast isn't necessarily going to be able to tell every story and certainly not the full story in the limited amount of time they have um, and a local news organization whether it's a newspaper or a website will always be there to do that now, how did you have? How have you guys been able to manage the the fast-paced style of a daily paper? I know Evan, you told me this was the first time you'd ever worked at a paper in general, and then and then um, Colin, you worked at a, at a weekly. So you have two different dynamics going on here. So has it been faster than you expected? More to it than you expected? Uh, did you expect to have a little bit more downtime? Honestly, I love it. Uh, I love being busy, and I hate just kind of sitting still, and that's probably why you never saw me because I was out driving around trying to, to find pictures. Uh, so, But I think just uh, I like the, the fast pace of it, and then there were some slow days and some down days, but, you know, I got to come in at noon and didn't come back in until like 9 later that night. Well, I can tell you that our staff photographers are going to miss you. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, Alan's already told me. He doesn't want me to leave. Because you got, you got a lot of the weekend gigs, I'm sure, and so uh, that means that, that means they're going to have to start uh, doing all the weekend gigs. That's right. right? That's right. So how about you, how, how about you Colin? Uh, um, were you expecting the fast pace uh, and, and the number of stories that, that you were writing every week or every day? I have to give credit to Murray State and their journalism department and my previous internship at the Hancock Clearing and Don Wimmer, the editor over the, the publisher over there, because I 
feel like I, I hate to toot my own horn, or maybe Bob feels differently, but I feel like I transitioned pretty seamlessly. They really showed me the ropes, and then I was able to transition well from there. I've, I've had great guidance here. So Now, when you guys do graduate, uh, what do you hope to accomplish as journalists? A salary paid job <laughs> well uh, far from that you know you, you know that's the ultimate thing is to be able to when you graduate to get a job in, in the field you actually majored in um but do you you know you have this idea of wanting to make a difference you know wherever you end up as a journalist and making sure that people understand that we're not the enemy you know we're actually uh one of the main allies of the people out there and and so wherever you are, you know, to, uh, to make people understand that fairness and accuracy and ethics are still the, the things that we as journalists, print journalists, still abide by. And so what do you guys, when you, when you look down the road 20 years from now or 30 years from now, your legacy, what do you hope to accomplish as journalists? I hate to get on the soapbox, but I feel like with our generation, we've always been so we're we're right there at that that um, period of time where we're the first to have had technology for our entire lives. So we're we're very adaptive and we can adapt to any situation when it comes to technology. And journalism is kind of reaching that crossroads where that I was just talking about, where it's going to transition from print to digital. And I'm seeing a lot of obstacles in front of the current people that are in charge. You know, going going back to Don Wimmer, the people on on his staff have pushed for digital journalism, and he is 80 plus years old, a very traditional man, and he likes the print element. And I think that's going to be our generation's role is to adapt this market into what it's becoming, push it in that direction. So how about how about you, Evan? Are you you feel comfortable with um, with the way the future of journalism is going? Uh, well, in my circumstances for with photojournalism, I think, uh, and with writers as well, uh, the freelance avenue is widely popular, I guess, uh, at this point right now. But I think, um, especially after this internship, uh, it's kind of prepared me for when I graduate uh, that I know that I can go any to any city or state and thrive or just, you know, be, be a successful photojournalist. Um, but in regards to the state of where journalism is right now, um, I kind of agree with Colin. I think it's, uh, w I think as journalists, we're able to adapt to change. And since we're in that change right now, I think we're just going to have to, you know, move on and move forward and, uh, yeah, keep our fingers crossed. Can I add more to that or do uh, we not have time? Bring it on. Yeah, I said I want to get on my soapbox, but I think I want to real quick. I, along with the digital element of just the um, executing it, I think also there is a lot of questions right now about cybersecurity and balancing online news with ethical journalism because anyone right now has a platform to do, I guess, what you would call citizen journalism. And it's not uncommon for people who read that online citizen journalism, if you can even call it that, and take it as fact when those people don't have the training that we have to, to double check our sources and to research and make sure we have our facts correct. 
So I think our generation will be the one also to work out the kinks of realizing what real news and journalism is and making sure we're basing our, our opinions on true facts. Reputable journalism. Yeah, and I, I've I've been in this business for 20 years, and I've seen the I've seen the metamorphosis of it all, and and I expect to see uh, more of that change as 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 I go throughout my career. And so I hope you know newspapers are as long as I'm around, hopefully until I retire at least. Um, but if not, uh, you know, hopefully even uh, regardless of what platform we're on, always going to need writers, always going to need photographers, right? So. Anything you guys want to add before we get out of here? Not that I know of. I think you've hit uh, everything that uh, I think we needed to talk about. Um, but I've learned so much at the Messenger and couldn't thank them enough to that they'd have me this summer for sure. I'll add that I think my favorite thing was Hawaiian Shirt Fridays, even though I only had one. But I went out and bought that one just for here, so I'm committed. You can thank Bob Brook, our city editor, uh, for Hawaiian Shirt Fridays. So uh, with that, guys, I appreciate it, and, and good luck. All right? Thank you. Thanks, so. And that will wrap up our show for this week. I want to thank MI interns Colin Morse and Evan Mattingly for joining me to send us questions or provide feedback Email us at newscast at messenger-inquire.com. Remember, you can find us on the Messenger Inquire's website, its mobile app, and iTunes, where you can subscribe to Inquire. Until next time, I'm Don Wilkinson. Good day for Inquire.